Welcome to BrainStuff, a production of iHeartRadio. Hey, BrainStuff, Lauren Vogelbaum here. The taxonomic family of weasels is a motley crew. They can be slinky and shy like a pine martin, or grouchy and taciturn like a badger. Ferrets and otters are playful and curious, and then there are honey badgers, which are basically just berserker weasels. But perhaps the most fascinating weasel is the wolverine. The scientific name for a wolverine is Gullo Gullo, which is literally Latin for glutton glutton. Not sure whether the team at Marvel knew that when they were designing X-Men's broody anti-hero. But these animals seem legitimately super heroic, not only in what and how much they manage to eat, but how they generally ace life in the northern forests and alpine tundra they call home. About the size of a mid-sized dog, but resembling a small bear, a wolverine is a weasel of paradox. Weighing in at between 22 and 40 pounds, that's about 10 to 18 kilos, the males being larger than the females, they defend territories greater than those presided over by grizzly bears, from 40 miles up to 370 miles, that's between 65 and 600 kilometers. And they do it aggressively. They've been known to fight a wolf or even a bear off of a kill. That said, Wolverines are omnivores, eating pretty much whatever their sensitive noses lead them to. Ground squirrels, moose, mountain goats, carcasses buried meters under the ice and snow, birds' eggs, berries, etc. They'll even dig deep under the snow to kill and eat a hibernating animal. Unlike a lot of other Arctic animals that deal with the long, bitter winters by either hibernating or migrating someplace balmier, a wolverine's dense frost-resistant coat, which at one time made them a major target for fur trappers, its snowshoe-like paws, and the ability to chomp through frozen meat and even bones, make it possible for them to stay outside in the far north year-round. They're also pretty hyperactive no matter what time of year it is, One wolverine wearing a tracking device in Grand Teton National Park was found to have walked over 500 miles, that's over 800 kilometers, in two months. We spoke with Rebecca Waters, executive director of the Wolverine Foundation based in Bozeman, Montana. She said, They can go and go and go, no matter what the terrain is like. They have crazy metabolisms and they don't hibernate, so they're always out exploring. They've also been known to climb hills and slide down on the snow repeatedly just for fun. While curious and fearless, wolverines are almost pathologically cagey. They're nocturnal, so they're used to slinking around in the shadows, and they've been known to stalk researchers for miles without being spotted. And just as fur trappers of old had a difficult time catching wolverines and preventing them from robbing their traps, modern researchers have had a hard time finding, following, and catching them. Waters said, They're wily, clever, and playful. It's very hard to trap a wolverine if you're trying to catch it to kill it, but they know when a research live trap is out, and they'll return again and again for a free meal. Sometimes they'll take apart the camera straps that are set up nearby or play with loose ropes or wires. But as difficult as they are to find in the flesh, it's not tough to find where they've been. One of the common names for wolverines is skunk bear or stink bear because they spray various landmarks, and sometimes their enemies, with a special concoction of methylbutanoic acids from their anal glands, the smell of which has variously been described as sweaty, cheesy, and like a barnyard. They do this to communicate with each other, since one male might have three or more females living in his territory raising his kits or babies with him. Males do help raise the babies. Wolverines also communicate vocally with each other, and especially their kits. And mother wolverines dig burrows, sometimes 15 feet, that's four and a half meters under the snow, to protect their kits from predators and the cold. 
Although wolverines are currently considered a species of least concern of extinction, having bounced back after nearly going extinct during the 19th century due to habitat loss and aggressive hunting, poisoning, and extermination campaigns, they're currently facing new threats. Waters said, Habitat loss and fragmentation are issues for the population in the lower 48 states due to development. Wolverines require cold and snow, which is mostly found at high elevations in the lower 48. Wolverines have very large territories, so a single mountain range can only hold a few adult animals, and young animals have to find uninhabited territories, often in a different range, if they want to reproduce. All of this is, of course, compounded by climate change, which is reducing the amount of cold and snowy habitat in the mountains. As the snowy winter season becomes shorter, wolverine habitat shrinks. Today's episode was written by Jessalyn Shields and produced by Tyler Klang. BrainStuff is a production of iHeartRadio's How Stuff Works. For more on this and lots of other topics, bub, visit our home planet, HowStuffWorks.com. And for more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Listener.